What's up, guys? This is the TNT Podcast. We are back with another episode. It's a very, very special episode. Not that special. This is our Summer Slam review episode. And, of course, we brought along a very special guest, Sean of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. He's back. What up, though? What up, though? Thanks for having me. Now, okay. As I'm going to be one of those marks, and I'm going to say, and I don't care if people get mad, NXT TakeOver was better than this long-ass seven-hour. I, I feel like I was back in New Orleans sitting through fucking WrestleMania. That's how I felt. I'm just like, oh, my God, end this. End it. But You do realize it, it's an accepted fact at this point that NXT is better than main roster, right? Yep. Okay, good. That's all you need to realize. <laughs> yep, I realize. So I got I got three words for you. Adam Cole Baby. That's actually four baby. words. That was okay. four words. <laughs> baby, okay, four words, three words, you know what I meant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start off with the not the kickoff show, because no one cares about that. No one watched and I really did. So let's not even talk about that. Those three matches no one cared about. Trash. I watched it, but I just didn't care at all. No didn't even care, trash. Let's talk about the main card, the opener of the show, the Intercontinental Championship match with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose coming out. And then, of course, the champion, Dolph Ziggler, and the Scottish trio I really want to climb. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Take it easy, buddy. Take yeah, it that, easy. That, that sounds highly sexual. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> so this match, I'm not even going to lie. I was like, I couldn't really, I wasn't even at home for like the opener match. I was stuck in an Olive Garden parking lot because Florida has freak hurricane-like storms. So I was literally stuck in my car for like 20 minutes trying to watch this match off and on. So gotcha. what I did watch was Seth Rollins whooping Dolph Ziggler's ass. <laughs> It was a little bit of that. Uh, Dolph Ziggler did get a lot of offense in. There was some outside interaction with Drew and Dean. Like, uh, was it midway through the match? You, Dur- Dean gave dirty deeds to Drew McIntyre. Yes, yeah, after, I did see that. Yeah, I was like, Drew yes. Yep. And of course, if you did not know, we have a brand new icy champion. His name is Seth Rollins. Now, after Seth won, I was waiting for the inevitable. The heel turn that everyone's been talking about, everyone's been wanting. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, Dean's gonna turn heel, Dean's gonna turn heel. And I'm like, Dean's not gonna turn heel, you guys idiots. They're gonna have another hell in a cell match. Duh. Facts. <laughs> and so when he didn't turn heel, I had half of Twitter pissed off. I'm just like, I swear, y'all, y'all want everyone to turn heel. This is what I don't get. Y'all want everyone to turn heel. You want. Uh, freaking Bailey to turn heel. You want and Ramon to turn heel. You want Sasha Banks to turn heel. Then who's gonna be the baby face? Who's gonna be the baby face if we have uh, none? Because everyone's that, a heel. It's not even that. It's not about wanting people to turn heel. It's want people. It's it's about wanting people to turn anti-hero. You know, um, it, uh, Dean Ambrose is obviously an anti-hero, but in this case, so in, in Dean Ambrose's case, he would definitely be a, a full-fledged heel. But in Bailey's case. People would love Bailey if they if she turned on Sasha, just like they loved her when she did turn on Sasha and beat the crap out of her. They loved her. It, it's not about being heel; it's about anti-hero more than anything. But then who will be the hero? You literally have no heroes, but a bunch of anti-heroes. You give me like an anti-hero versus a you give me an anti-hero versus a corny face any day, and I love it. 
That's what Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart. There you go. There you go. I'm telling you, man. You got this anti-hero thing. It, people don't understand that gray area between being a face and a heel. That anti-hero window. It, it's a lot more, a lot more structured than you think, man. And at the end of the day, Dean Ambrose would not. I agree. Would not be in that category. He would be a full-fledged heel, 100%. But Bailey, oh my God. Bailey would be the ultimate anti-hero because you want to hug her and give her a high five for being a badass at the same time. <laughs> True. So, this IC title match, uh, I'm not going to lie, when he, when Dolph Ziggler hit Seth with a uh, zigzag, I thought it was over. Yeah, I really thought it was over. Uh, Seth started bleeding. He got busted open. I'm just like, damn, blood already? Shit. Well, I was kind of disappointed because I wanted Ziggler to retain. Why? Well, I don't know why either. Tell me why. I, I really liked Ziggler as a champion, and I really wanted him to go into Hell in a Cell as the champion. That's really all it was. Well, I think at this stage of his career, man, they need to give Dolph a look at being world champion. I know he was already world champion. He got handed one world title on SmackDown. He got one using money in the bank on Raw. I want him to win a world championship. I want him to be the man. Dolph Ziggler has deserved to be the man for a long time. And for some Dolph reason, Ziggler versus Finn Balor for the title? I'll take right, it. Man. I'll take it. Dolph should have been the man ever since Survivor Series 2014. But for some reason, they I guess they nixed that idea. But here's the thing, though. He has not signed a new contract. And I don't think Vince is going to let him work with no contract. So it depends on what Dolph wants. If Dolph wants to keep, you know... Working, keep wrestling, he can. But if he wants to just do his comedy skits, which he does, he's really funny. The man is hilarious. Okay. So if, if he just wants to do that, I'm fine with whatever he wants to do. So what are you saying? You're saying Vince can trust Lex Luger, but he can't trust Dolph Ziggler? Are you kidding me? True. You're right about that. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Come so on now. About that. So yeah. I mean, it's all good though. I'm not trying to poo-poo what you're saying. What you're saying is accurate, but mm-hmm. to me, Vince is selective in who he wants to give a break to. Oh, I can't, I can't trust Dolph because. By, by the way, Smiley, very good point you just made. No, no doubt about that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, Vince, oh, I can't trust Dolph yet because I'm, I'm being hypothetical. I can't trust Dolph because he hasn't signed a long-term deal. But okay, Brock can leave tomorrow, but he's the champion. Relax. So, this match, I totally give an 8 out of 10. This match was a shit. It was a great opener. I mean, I could have, you know, easily thought of another match that could have been the opener. This could have been, like, straight in the middle. But, hey. It was a good way to open the show. Yeah, it was a good way to open the show. You know. One, I already knew, like, I didn't know, but I'm like, I already, like, have an idea of which titles are going to change. And I was just like, all right. Why not? I'm like, all right, one down. I'm right. So, let's keep this, keep this going. So, the next match, we're going to... Um, By the way, very up. very unfortunate how, how bad Ziggler and um, Ziggler and uh, Rollins looked in the ring. Just horrible in-ring performance. I'm kidding. They were awesome. Yeah, and also Seth Rollins actually <laughs> wearing his Thanos gear. He they were wore awesome. his, So... <laughs> it was, that, his was so that, that was so cringy. <laughs> what? His Thanos went, gear? Yes. How is it cringy? I liked it. Maybe you did. I didn't. Rollins I mean, doesn't need to be a cartoon. And you do. Here's yeah. the thing. That didn't doesn't make sense from a character standpoint. Thanos is, is an evil person. Seth Rollins isn't. You're hitting the nail right on the head. It True. was totally unnecessary. If Dolph Ziggler wore it, it wouldn't. It would still be cringy, but it makes sense. Yeah. Right. So if McIntyre wore it, it makes sense. 
So before we go into the next match, we got a sneak peek of what happened backstage. The Bella Twins showed out of nowhere. Literally, no one asked for the Bella Twins to show up. Jesus, good lord! Why are they they there? there? I don't know. No one cared. Probably to to promote Total Divas. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I like Total Divas. I like Total Divas too. That's probably why they're there. I like Total Divas, mostly for Naomi and Jay. They literally steal the show every time. Pathetic. Absolutely Naomi pathetic. and Jay need their own show. I mean, if the Miz and Mrs. can get their own show, Naomi and Jay need their own show because they're hilarious. Together. The Miz and Mrs. are entertaining. There's a difference. Miz and Maurice are entertaining. The Bellas, I like Bree because I think Bree's a decent human being. I've never liked Nikki. I never will. I've like never Nikki. liked Nikki. Oh, never have. God. I think she's a very stuck-up human being. She's she's literally like the she's literally like my sister. Like, her and my sister can get along great because all they care about is name brands, their name, how they look, and everything like that. And Bree's like that chill person you can just go and drink wine with and talk about everything. Yeah, like, I can being, just chill with her. Them having a backstage segment at SummerSlam was completely ridiculous. Made no sense. Made no fucking I feel, sense. I feel happy for Cena getting her out of his life. If they're oh. really broken up, I agree with you 100%. I still think it's a publicity stunt. I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Eh, don't care. I'm over Johnson and I'm over Nikki. So, next match, which totally pissed me off. Uh-oh. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship match with the Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day, which ended in a DQ. What was, what so, bad? What was so bad about fuck? it? Oh, man. Me, me and Z are on the same page today because I don't understand what you disliked about the match or the outcome. I thought it was it, brilliantly it told, done. Okay, the, the Bludgeon Brothers story is that no one can beat them. Right. And, and no one cares about it, first of all. Mm-hmm. But second of all, that's their story. And, and their thing is kind of like a Miz kind of cheating kind of thing where, like, they'll do anything to get a DQ where, where other people win, but they keep their titles. Well, I'm I wouldn't just, go. I wouldn't go that far. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. I just, I just want to. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I want a new day to win the titles, and I didn't want them to win the titles. I really want, as like you know, gimmick versus gimmick, dark gimmick match. I want the Bludgeon Brothers versus Sanity for the. That's probably team. what's gonna happen. And I need pro- that. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. Here's the thing, Tracy. Um, to make that match feel special, you mm-hmm. need. The Bludgeon Brothers to run through every tag team on mm-hmm. SmackDown or even Raw for that matter. You need them to run through every every tag team to the point where Sanity is the only people that that can beat them left. And I think uh, if they're gonna make this match good, I think um, when the Bludgeon Brothers try to attack Sanity with their bludgeoning objects, I think Nikki's gonna come out of nowhere and just be like, do it, do it, do it, do it, and just run them both down. And Bush and Brothers are not going to know what to do. They're going to be distracted, and then boom, they're going to lose the tag team championships. Just like I'm going to say something I think you both, and I think the entire world, all of the people listening to TNT right now, are going to be blown away by it. I don't think Sanity has it. I don't I don't think they have it. I think, I think Sanity was good in NXT. I think there are teams or individuals that translate to the main roster. I don't think Sanity is one of them. Um, I think Sanity being the big fish in a little pond down at NXT. I say little pond at NXT compared to SmackDown or Raw with all due respect. Um, mm-hmm. I think they were good, but I think they don't. I don't think they translate. I don't like what they've been doing with the New Day. I don't like what they've been doing with the Usos. I still think the Usos are the best team in the entire WWE. They are. And 
And at the end of the day, I don't I don't see Sanity being good enough to be able to maintain a rivalry with the Bludgeon Brothers, which I think, and which is why I believe New Day going over was a good idea without, to Z's point, without them losing the title, which makes them still champions, but New Day obviously having some momentum, hopefully going into a rematch. Okay, yeah, totally agree with you. Totally agree with you there. So yeah, this this made me mad. I'm just like, really, really. But, <laughs> but now I see. I I understand. You know, I, I get it now. So there you go. So now I got your back. I got your back. So this match, I call it a popcorn match because literally, you that's how long it. You know how long it is to make popcorn. That's how I thought of this match. I like that. I would agree. I like that. I, I, me and my friend Greg actually made this up. So shout out to okay. Greg. He actually made this up. Because <laughs> I was just like, we're going to call it that. It's called a popcorn match. Yeah. Nice. The Money in the Bank briefcase match that's on the line with Kevin Braun Strowman. I mean, they literally don't know what to do with Kevin Owens right now because Sammy is injured. So that kind of killed all the whole storyline. So now Kevin is kind of just like lost in the mix. That's he should have. He, he should have won it though. He should have won that briefcase because I'm not saying Braun isn't interesting, but as a character, he could do so much more with that. Mm-hmm. Ko should have won the match by disqualification. Yes. Um, Braun should have broke the rules. Braun should have lost control. Braun should have thrown him through a table. Braun should have hit him with a chair. Braun should have pushed down the referee. And Braun should have been disqualified, giving the money in the bank to Kevin Owens. I um, highly disagree with both okay. of you. Okay, talk to me. Go ahead. Uh, why build up Braun as this big, huge, strong character? Make him win the money in the bank briefcase just for him to lose it to Kevin Owens. Why make all that work, do all of that work, and then make him lose it to Kevin Owens just like that? No. I think Braun it made the right decision. Braun won it in a squash match. So now Kevin Owens can go do something else instead of always being afraid of Braun Strowman. Now let's do something else with Kevin Owens. I don't know if he's going to be lost in the mix. I don't know if he's getting like a break. I don't know. You have to look at things from a perspective of both sides. Squashing Kevin Owens does not help Kevin Owens. Uh, Braun Strowman losing by disqualification and squashing Kevin Owens is a different situation than Braun it doesn't, Strowman it, it winning doesn't hurt Strowman. Exactly. Not it at all. only actually helps Strowman for him to lose lose control because he's the monster. And who says Braun can't get a title shot without money in the bank? Because he would never like they you know freaking yeah when, yeah yeah when Brock was around but now that Brock isn't around yeah he wouldn't you know ever get a title shot because Vince McMahon loves his big sweaty Samoan. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> So, can, can you blame him? They they do they do deliver. True, the, the Samoans do deliver, but I think we'd all agree that Kevin Owens would have been the far more entertaining Mister Money in the Bank. Yes, I like he, Braun. I, I'm sorry, I just like Braun. Okay, fair enough. I like Braun too. I don't like him as much as KO though. Braun is Braun's like Hulk Hogan back in the day. You like him, but you're like, mm, yeah. I, I Roddy Piper is cooler. Let me ask you a question. Let's go back a month. Before we move on, Braun Strowman won that cage match, right? No, he yes. didn't. He didn't win the cage match at all. Kevin yeah, Owens won the cage match, but Braun Strowman came out on top. Same deal should have happened at, at SummerSlam. They oh. should have made it a steel cage match for for the briefcase. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Braun could have came out like gangbusters, but somehow Kevin Owens sneaks his way to the win and, and cashes in at the end of the night. I said it. 
<laughs> Look, when that happened, I'm going way too far. I'm going way too far. Yeah, let's not get too <laughs> carried away. Yeah, man. I'm All right. Up. So let's get to the match that everyone was anticipating for. Well, not everyone. I was. <laughs> I was ready for this match. The SmackDown Women's Championship match triple threat with Becky Lynch, Carmella, and Charlotte Flair. Now, the outcome of this match pissed me off. Why did it piss you off? I think the right person won and the right person turned heel. And it was the, the right, right person spots. did turn heel. The right person did turn heel. When she I did think that, the right person turned heel. I think the wrong person won the match. I think the yes. same person that turned heel should have won the match as well. I think... Okay, so what? I used to, why, why do you think Charlotte shouldn't have won? It's a safe pick. I got you, but what I'm trying to say is if you take Bailey, uh, excuse me, Bailey, oh my goodness, I'm thinking about Bailey and Sasha. If you think about uh, Becky Lynch uh, behind the referee's back hitting Charlotte in the head with a chair, or I guess not in the head, in the back with a chair and winning the mm-hmm. match, same outcome as far as returning heel, but she walks out rightfully as the mm-hmm. women's champion. But here's the thing, though. This is, this, is, this is, like, I've done, this is, okay. Becky Lynch, she has not won a pay-per-view match in 555 days. Oh my god. Longer than longer than Brock's title reign. Ro- longer <laughs> than Brock's it. title reign. I love it. That's <laughs> an awesome statistic. It's a sad statistic that she has not won a pay-per-view <laughs> match in over 500 something days. So oh for her god. to actually win that championship and to like, you know, be like, I finally won. That would have been exciting for everyone. Maybe Charlotte would have turned heel on her or something like that. But for Charlotte to win and Becky turn heel, that made me happy too. But I was just pissed. I'm like, really? Charlotte literally just comes in, gets into this match, and wins the championship. Why? Exactly. Why? Well, I think what's going to happen, first of all, is you got to say about the match, it all had the right spots. Carmella got her spots in her. She looked really strong. Yes, she, she did. She looked really, really weak. And then everyone had those spots. And it was a perfect offense of all of them. And Charlotte winning was perfect to me. I'm not just saying that because Charlotte is my favorite. Um, but also, it's... Oh, fact. you're Charlotte, Mark. That makes sense. Okay. Hey, I like Charlotte, too. I like I like Charlotte, but I'm not a Charlotte, Mark. I'm not a Charlotte, Mark, either, but I love her. By the way, Charlotte is looking very boobylicious. I hate to say it. That sounds so bad, but I don't care. Yeah, girl. Charlotte can Charlotte can get that work. I, I didn't She's think she looking good very at first, but she looks, she looks good. But yes, ZZ, I, make your point, bro. And I very and I very much appreciated her boobylicious. No doubt. <laughs> but um, uh, but I but I think what's gonna happen is evolution. It's gonna be Charlotte versus Becky for the title. No doubt. I don't know when when in the pay per view, but somewhere How in the pay per view. Maybe inside Hell in a Cell, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I would think that would be very pushing for women's revel- pushing for women's wrestling to have and a Hell in a Cell match. And it'd be before Evolution. So it'd be awesome. Yeah, no, Hell in a Cell is actually the pay per view before Evolution. No, no, so, I'm saying yeah. I'm saying it should be. It should, I'm, saying, I'm saying the Hell in a Cell match should be at Evolution. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. At Evolution, and then have Becky win the title at the first all women's pay per view. It makes it so much more powerful. Something that she was a part of, this women's evolution. Then the first a women's pay-per-view, she wins in the second ever women's Hell in a Cell match, which everyone will think Charlotte's going to win. No, because she's experienced in these. Mm-hmm. But On no, paper, then, Charlotte was definitely the, the most talented out of the three, but it was Becky's night, and I think the fans in Brooklyn, shout out to my home state of New York, um, I think the fans 
in, in New York represented the fans all over the world. Charlotte, let's call a spade a spade. Star- Charlotte stole Becky's moment. She did. She stole it and pinned her. Clean. Is she pinned her? Yeah, she pinned her. And she did. Natural She selection. pinned Becky clean. Pissed yep. me off, but she pinned Becky clean. And to Z's earlier point, helping Carmella look, uh, look better because Carmella can always claim that she never lost the title. True. Be like, I never lost the title, blah, blah, blah. She'll probably get a rematch yep. and all this shit. So, yeah, this, this match, you know, I think from what I heard, it was like people backstage were one, if when Becky turned heel, they actually thought they were going to, you know, boo Becky. But when we all cheered for Becky, they're like, huh? <laughs> but that won't make a difference because what they're going to do is they're going to make Becky come out tomorrow night. I'm saying tomorrow night for those who are listening. Uh, the following night, look back on SmackDown after SummerSlam, and they're going to have Becky come out and talk crap about the fans, how they never supported her, how they always supported Charlotte, just so they can try and solicit some booze for Becky, even though the fans love what she did. Yeah, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> no. It's not going to work. I hope it doesn't work. Becky. I hope it doesn't work. You're right. Becky's, not- Be- Becky's is going to have the same problem that the NWO had in WCW. Where basically the NWO were a bunch of bad guys, but they were all super over. Yeah. And she'll be a bad guy who's super over. Now, I'm going to ask this because they talked about this on uh, Busted Open this morning. Is Becky turning into the next Daniel Bryan? Um, and what, and what respect? Yeah, and what, and what Like term? anything she does, like we're still behind her 100%. Now that she lost to Charlotte. She's kind of like the underdog now. Like she could never win and all this. And now, that, yes, that's not even a question. I, I think it's a question. I, I think the answer is yes, but I don't think it's a much of a foregone conclusion as you think it is. I think it's going to take some work. I think that they're going to have to manipulate that storyline in that direction because right now the way it's looking is that basically Becky stabbed her best friend in the back. I know, I know better. I know that we. Know better. I know most of the viewing public knows better, but WWE is going to make it seem, at least the way it looked last night, go on WWE.com, whatever the case may be, with Charlotte looking all heartbroken and sad and crying, crying and all this other yeah. stuff. It's going to, I think the, the ideal is that Becky turned her back on her friend. They're really going to have to re manipulate and restructure the storyline to make her seem like a Daniel Bryan type underdog, because that's not the way I, I got impression uh, of uh, SummerSlam. Sure. Okay. All right. So, this match. Awesome. Love this match. Yes. So, next match on the list that this match, holy, the ending of this match, TNA. holy shit. TNA. T- so TNA. many TNA chants. I know Vince somewhere was livid. Like, make him stop it at TNA. Make him stop. Mute that. Mute that now. Ring Reek. of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but WWE. Like, just call out any promotion. <laughs> New and Japan! I'm, New Japan! And I've been limited gorilla. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, next match on the list is the WWE Championship match. Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. This Impact match, Wrestling. I'm sorry, I can't stop. That's, that, that's, yeah, no. <laughs> this was kind of like, sort of like a, not a dream match. We don't say dream matches around here because... Vincent Kennedy McMahon has killed dream matches for all time. Facts. This match was the shit. This match was the shit. The ending to this match was a DQ. And then Samoa Joe hopping on the mic saying, you know, to AJ's wife and kid that was in the crowd saying, I know daddy, I told you daddy was coming home tonight, but he's not coming home. 
I'll be your new daddy. I was like, God damn. No, this this is a question. Is AJ Styles turning tweener? Tweener? What do you mean tweener? Nah, he he apologized to the baby and he apologized to his wife. That's not what a tweener does. I know what you're trying to say. Like, is he kind of like on the verge of like? I I know what you mean, but I say like, like, just like just a little bit of here. No, I, I get it. No, if if he had not have been like, oh, I'm sorry, daughter. I'm sorry, wife. I I went too far. Then yes, but no, with the apology and the. I don't know if you saw the interview afterwards, the WWE.com exclusive, where he's walking that. with his wife and daughter. And can I get a hug? I'm sorry, I lost my temper. That's not what a tweener does. He's still pro face all day. Yeah, yeah. his daughter is adorable. She's like, Daddy, you're bleeding. And she's yeah. all freaked out. I'm just like, That is so, so cute. She's but so cute. I agree cute. with both of you guys. I thought the match was well done. I thought the disqualification was well done. I'm not a big fan of WWE title matches ending in uh, disqualifications on major pay per views, but in this case, I thought they did it very well. Yeah, Samoa Joe. I, I here's the thing: you can't pin him clean because that doesn't that makes him look like soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can have him lose by just by DQ. Yeah, no doubt. I think that's exactly you know the right way to go about it, considering uh, I believe a rematch is coming in Hell in a Cell. Hmm. You think inside Hell in a Cell? Oh, I think I think it's the only way to go. Honestly, I think I think that's already been. Um, Leaked. Yeah, that's already been leaked by the where where are we having it? The stadium? The stadium that it's holding it already leaked that match. Oh, so Okay, that makes sense. We are getting them at Helen so but I don't I don't know is it inside of a cell. I hope it is. I hope it I is. Hope if it it's is not so. it kinda of defeats the purpose. I was um well, I'll keep my thoughts about other Hell in a Cell matches I hope to happen a little later in the show. Because mm-hmm. I have an idea that I think the fans will agree with. So, okay. after this match was supposed to be the Elias concert, and let me tell you, I had on my walking shoes, I was ready. Every Monday, any pay-per-view of Elias is in, I'm ready, okay? I'm ready to walk with Elias, anytime. But he, as he's attempted to play his guitar, he broke it in half. I don't know, was it by purpose, on accident? Bobby Lashley did it. Bobby Lashley had to do it. And as he, you know, got up, he kicked the chair and threw his guitar. He actually said, fuck. I was like, did he just say fuck on live television? I want to thank, thank you for calling that out because I did not hear. I actually did not hear that. So that leads me to believe. I think you just broke the story right there, Smiley. I think if he said that word, I think that was an accident then. Because I don't think he would have said a curse word on live pay-per-view. Yeah, when he, like, when he yeah. threw the ground, he was like, fuck. And oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think, I think you, yeah, I think, I think you just did the fans a favor, honestly, Smiley. I think you just revealed exactly what it was. I think it was an accident. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. So, yeah, he, yep. And then he, because I didn't know that. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I, that's an, that's an exclusive for me. I appreciate I, I, it. I, I, I didn't know that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know those clear because I have like my file all the way turned up. So I heard, I heard it clear as day. He said fuck. And I was like, damn, Elias, shit. I got to watch that back and, on the uh, network before they clean it up. It's got, <laughs> it had to be like on purpose. It had to be in some way. Because mm-hmm. I just don't see a reason of that happening. Because especially because I'm a musician, I play guitar. That doesn't happen where you just mm-hmm. move your handle and then the neck breaks. That doesn't happen. No, no matter what pe- they okay. make you want to think, okay. it doesn't. So that's... Well, then Elias is fired because he cursed for no reason on Facebook. Maybe. 
Elias, if that's the if that was if that was a planned situation and he just said the f word for no reason at all, then then he has pro he has a problem with Vince right now. I mean, if he doesn't come out tonight, then definitely he's in trouble. <laughs> if he that's if he doesn't come out tonight, if he doesn't right. come out tonight at all, he's in trouble. <laughs> exactly. So. Next on the list, we had The Miz reunite with The Miz Taraj backstage. The Miz, uh, Miz was walking to the ring to have his match with Daniel Bryan. And The Miz Taraj, you know, was walking by them with their tag team titles in hand. Uh, Dallas and Axel, you know, you know, yeah, sorry. Miz told Miz Taraj to, you know, maybe you should go get my bags and all that for old time's sake. And then they said, no. And then they said, um, they said the D, oh, the B and B team means Daniel Bryan, and we hope Daniel Bryan wins. And they walked I thought, away. Yeah, I thought it was dope. I thought, you know, the whole idea of them having a, a show called Total Bellas, B for Bellas, like, and it was the same word as the actual show. I no, they said Total, yeah, no, 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 not Total Bellas, they said Total Fellas. Total Fellas, and then they said, and then they said, yeah, but with a B, Total Bellas, and the crowd went crazy. It was just so funny. It was hilarious. I'm like, dude, uh, I'm like, these guys are dumb. They're so over if they want to be, you know. Like, w, just let them be over because they're over naturally. The only thing I don't like about this fucking team is their expensive ass, dumbass T-shirts. Whoever works for WWE shops just needs to be smacked in the freaking face because you make these overpriced freaking T. I can make a freaking BT BT T-shirt. All I need is a freaking Sharpie marker and a three dollar white tee from Walmart. Are you I kidding think what, me? That's what's so that's what's so dope about it though. Like the B team, that's the B team. If I can coin a phrase, is the people's team. They're mm-hmm. underdogs. They're the world tag team champions of mm-hmm. Raw, mm-hmm. and nobody believes in them except themselves. And now the people are starting to get on the bandwagon. I love them, man. They're awesome. I kind of like the Dude, theme song. Are you very, talking about very the new theme song? Very. For n- yeah, I like I like trust me I like the old theme song that's for my new, favorite. I love that theme song. It's supposed <laughs> to be annoying. They're supposed to be annoying. They're they're an annoying tag team. They're supposed to be annoying. Yeah. It fits, but with their old theme song, it was just like it kind of it fitted, but it didn't. Your new theme song is like it works, but I can I can barely take it for more than thirty seconds. All it's I know just, is that I'm a bow lever. Do you think Bo Dallas has another singles <laughs> run in him? I would love to see him have another singles run. And that's no discredit to, uh, to uh, oh my goodness, Curtis I'm drawing a blank here. Um, his partner. Yeah, Curtis Axel. No, no knock on him. Um, I think they tried to throw the Intercontinental title on him with Paul Heyman to pay homage to his father and to see if he could really do it. I don't mm-hmm. think he has that kind of run in him. I think Bo Dallas does. I think Bo Lee was... Was really over, honestly, and Bo I think Leave they pulled the plug Andrew way Gulak too soon. Should have a run together. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Not nope. a bad idea. So let's get to the next match, which I totally was on my predictions list. So this this match made my prediction list made my predictions go up because I was already up, up. I saw that. I saw that. I gotta give you credit. I saw it. <laughs> the Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Now, everyone had Daniel Bryan to win. I'm like. Why would you have Daniel Bryan win? Because then it'll be over. Miz has to win, so then we can keep this going. But, of course, Miz, of course, cheated to win. Because if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Ha! I agree. So, so the Miz won by, well, thanks well, what, to Maurice. Maurice hand? handed him something. 
I'm gonna think. Oh God, what 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 is it called? The things that people put in their hands when they're about to fight. Not gloves, but um. Brass knuckles. Pe- brass knuckles. I think it was brass knuckles because he put it on and then hit Daniel Bryan Pe- in the face and he was clean out. Mm. So well, well, I'm thinking it was brass knuckles. knuckles. I'm thinking it was a small brass knuckles. That's what I think. He didn't put it on his hand all the way because then he would be DQ'd immediately. So he just had it like in his hand and did bow. So, yeah, that's what I Whatever think it was. Whatever it was, it was brilliant. The Miz actually saved me from having a really, really bad night. Prediction-wise, I only won about 50%. Mm-hmm. But I did predict The Miz as well to win this match, and I absolutely loved it. Right. And Daniel Bryan looked good. He did, Some of his moves I was kind of scared of. I was just like, oh, my God, Daniel. <laughs> Stop <Yes>. it. <laughs> don't Stop. hurt yourself, please. Please don't. Well, let's not. Come on now. You just came out of retirement. Chill out. Chill. <laughs> I don't think D. Bryan knows how to chill, man. And that's what makes him awesome. I and think that's what makes him so dangerous. If he goes down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what makes it so dangerous. Just like Top anything, five in the world. Top five in the world. Anything could happen. So then the surprise of us all, the next match. Not, no, it was not Finn Balor. No, no. We got the Demon versus Baron Corbin. Now, we're, as we're ready for this match, we my friend watching this match. I was just like, why why is it so quiet? Where's the theme song? Technical difficulties? And I heard and then I heard the doop doop heartbeat. I was like, no. I was like, no, 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 no. Oh my god. I'm freaking the hell out. I'm marking out. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And uh, all I heard was the doop doop. And I saw the red. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) Two years? Two years about the damn demon and you break him back. For this squash match. Wait, 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 Are you what, kidding what do you me? What do you, you know, brought him back to the demon? No, no, no. He even had the demon last year for a summer slam. Yeah, it's yeah, been no, about a year. It's been yeah. about a year, I think. Okay, no, yeah, he, he didn't. Did. No, he did. Against, against Bray Wyatt, did? yes. He did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, okay, and, and, okay. And, and, no, yeah, you're right. But I think I know where you're going, though. It's pretty much a summer slam exclusive almost. Remember, from, remember, oh, okay, remember him against AJ okay. Styles? Because they said two years. Because Michael Cole said two years. Michael Cole did say two years, so you both are right. That's the reason why you thought that. But um, I'm not going to lie. Like I think, I think I disagree with you on the idea, Smiley, that it was a, that they brought it back and they wasted it on a squash match. The reason why it was a squash match is because they brought it back. Finn Balor, the regular Finn Balor, doesn't squash Baron Corbin. True. That's the reason why they brought it back. That's the reason why the match lasted a minute and 35 seconds, because Baron Cor- Corbin had no answer for, uh, I like to call him, Finn Balor the remix. <laughs> but this surprised the hell out of me. I'm, like, screaming and jumping up and down in my house. I know my poor neighbors downstairs probably hating my guts for the whole <laughs> 10 minutes, I was freaking out. <laughs> I don't care. I was happy. That's but, about how long it takes him to get to the ring. But this one, this demon, I don't know. I'm like, Finn, why the hell do you have the tongue out? You know you do that before. I actually like what, this what, demon what? a lot better. Why? I like this demon a lot better than old school. I do. I, I don't care. Look, I like all demons. I like all demons, okay? But this one, I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. You no, know, it's crazy because it's like uh, I, you know, I I'm not really a big fan of anything like demonistic. Like that's not really my swag. But mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. Honestly, I think it was a huge surprise, and I think that it it, it made Finn in that light. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. seem more invincible than obviously he could ever be being his normal self. That's why the match, like I said, only lasted a minute. And at the end of the day, now he could take that moving forward and we can always know that it's always on the horizon. Because to your point, Smy, I thought the demon character was dead because it's been a long time. The last time yeah, we saw it was TLC last year. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's been a minute. So, so him bringing that back proves that it's for special occasions. Um, obviously, Baron Corman has been getting the best of Finn as it pertains to just like one-upsmanship, mm-hmm. you know, talking and things like that. Even though Finn kind of beat his ass on, on Raw the other day. But, you know, I guess Finn felt like he had to pull out all stops to just prove a point. And Baron Corman, I just got to say, was a, his selling was amazing. It's like, as soon as he came out... No, but as, as soon as he demon came out, Finn Bauer didn't, pardon me, uh, Baron Corbin didn't know what to do. He was mm-hmm. like, in, in, yeah, and I think that told the story so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked off the air, Z, about how characters that annoy you, who are supposed to annoy yeah. you, mm-hmm. are doing their job. Mm-hmm. Well, that must mean that Baron Corbin should be the should be superstar of the year because he annoys me more than anyone probably well, yeah, in the history of the business. Ba- I cannot he's an stand it. That's kind of like, that's what he's, that's that's his job. Oh my god! All oh, that constable gimmick makes but, me want to throw up every time I see. Yeah, it. I'm just like, why? Well, who who made up this constable gimmick? It's stupid. It's dumb. He deserves, but there's actually, you know, but there's actually logic behind more than there's, just him being there's a logic mark. behind I mean, the gimmick though, because think about it. They've been booking Kurt Angle mm-hmm. to make really emotionally driven decisions. Like like decisions that are no, bad. No, no, for no, 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 no absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I I hear what you're saying. Let me let me go on record right now for everybody who's listening. I know you guys have a lot of listeners. I'm honored to be here with you guys. Going on record hundred percent. Baron Corbin's constable gimmick is a last chance situation. Mm-hmm. He stunk, and they're pulling something out of the hat to see if it'll stick. It's ridiculous. It's definitely a last-ditch effort. Baron Corbin, this constable thing doesn't work. He's out of a job, in my opinion. I don't, I don't wish unemployment on anyone. But I'm telling you right now, this is not about Kurt Angle. This is not about... This is a last-ditch effort to see if Baron Corbin will stick. When he lost money in the bank... That was it. Which was funny as hell. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. And the fact that he comes out to the Lone Wolf uh, music and Lone Wolf, uh, you know, I guess you could say entrance lights, and I he's the constable that. now, it's so ridiculous. I love that song, though. I, I love the song. It. He's he's God, the, So he's the, lone, he's the lone constable or the constable <laughs> wolf? Is that what he is? I, I don't know what the... I don't know what the hell that man's supposed to be. He but. makes me sick. Oh, I'm so fired up. That's uh, This is the most fired up I'm going to be on the show because I, I can't stand Baron Corbin. <laughs> look, he's doing his job. He's supposed to make you hate, hate him. He's doing I his job. I guess so. Him. Superstar of the year. <laughs> I guess so. So the next match, which, of course, I, I predicted correctly, as always, Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> versus Jeff Hardy. I'm going to put this out here now. Hardy boys, please take a break. Jeff. Either a do what the hell your ma- your brother's doing and take a backstage job like he's doing, or oh I don't know, go on a break for like three months. Like d- dude, that swan time dive off onto the uh not the ring mat. What was it? The ring side. To the apron. To the yeah, apron. The, onto the apron. That looked like that hurt. And the things you do to your body just to please us, dude. We love you. 
We always will, but please take a break. You deserve I don't it. Know what you are talking about? I don't know what you are talking about. The fact that he tried a swanton bomb for the first time, I believe, in history. Somebody can correct me on that if I'm wrong. But for the first time in history, onto the apron, and he took the bump like a champion. Mm -hmm. Jeff Hardy's as good as he ever was. And there is no reason for him to take a break unless he wants to. That's his prerogative. But as far as, like, I don't know what you're talking it was a wonderful match. I thought that Shinsuke would win due to outside interference by mm -hmm. Randy Orton, which obviously never came. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what you're talking about. Jeff is looking great. Yeah, he's great now that, but still, he's like he just he needs a break. The man literally needs a break. Like I no, can tell he, his no, face. No, I'm not gonna let no, no. See, we go through this every time I'm on your show. I'm not gonna let you off the hook for making these blanket statements and not being able to. You can't tell me that he needs to take a break when he looks awesome. Why does he need to take a break? The man is in pain. Like every time, he's literally been work. He works with injuries, and for him to just make do these daring ass moves off the damn. Onto the apron, onto the ring, all these drops, kicks, all that. He is going to get injured badly, and his career is going to be over. And, of course, I hope that's not the case. But what I'm trying to say to you is at the end of the day, he did. So he pulled something out of his head. I don't think he's done in his, what, 20-year career? That's a first. I've never seen a swanton on, off, onto the apron. That was that was awesome. It was and awesome, why would he but take it made a, my heart hurt. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll agree with you on that. Yes. I was scared for him. I will say that. I'm just like, Jeff, goddamn, like, <laughs> you just literally came back from injury less than a month ago. Like, chill, chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out. Like, come the fuck on. Like, even your brother has literally given up and said, you know what? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Matt has. Matt literally has given up. He's like, you know what? I, my back and his spine are fusing. The low, like his spine and what was it? His lower back are fusing right. together. Right. So he said, "You know what? I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just gonna chill out." But, but listen, there has been documented proof that Matt needs to think about winding it down. Jeff, that's not the case for Jeff. Jeff has some injuries that have obviously been made public. But at the end of the day. We got to understand what it is. Jeff made a decision to do the swanton spot onto the apron. Obviously, like we always say, like I always say, wrestling's not fake. It's predetermined. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it was a good... Let me tell you something. Shin go. versus Jeff was arguably one of the best matches of the night. Well wrestled, that is. Well wrestled. It was clean. Say, it was good. No, not... I said, I said arguably one of. I, what I, okay, let me break it down then. For the 13 matches on the card, I'd say it's top three yes. or four. And, and these important note you mean top wrestled. If you're looking at top story, Miz versus right. Ryan is the best. Or... Right, yeah. right. I thought Jeff did a fantastic... And for that matter, so did Shins Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke did great, yes. Shinsuke always does great. The point, I'm, I'm arguing with you and I'm fighting you and I'm challenging you on your own show, Smile, when you say that Jeff needs to leave. Why? He doesn't need to leave. Now, He's looking Grant, good. And, and, I, think, I don't think he shouldn't leave. I just think he needs to, you know, take a break for less than like a month. Give him like <laughs> a month Fair. break. The man is only 40 years old. He's like what? In, un, Undertaker's like what? 40? No, not 40. Sorry. Undertaker's 50 something. So Undertaker's 50. Yeah. Jeff just turned 40. He's been doing this for 20 years. All right. I just want him to take like a month break. Just, you know, work on your body. You all that. You literally like you've done so much to just, you know, take a break for like a month. Like that's all I'm asking for. Just a month. Okay. Get, get, take a break. Like a month. A month? You're the home, you're the homie, so I'm not gonna keep fighting you. I'm not gonna fight you. I can't. 
I don't want to do it. Jesus. <laughs> and of course, as always, we had Mr. Please Touch My Hand come out and then turn around and just go, nope, and walk right back up the stage. I'm just like, why, why are you here, Randy? Don't you have some more backstage people to mess with? Do you have more producers backstage to harass with your dirty, you nasty hands? There you go. There you go. Nasty, racist His wife bastard. is hot, though. Shout yes. out to his wife. Good God Almighty. Still a nasty, racist bastard, and I don't like him. Well, well, that's a different story for a different day. But him coming out at SummerSlam was completely pointless. And I think um, Randy Orton is fledgling right now. I think his comeback has fell very flat. And um, I think his SummerSlam appearance was something that we could have done without. Yep. Now, the next match. This match was bullshit. They should have done this (laughs) This so (laughs) much better. I was hoping for something Way better. You've been promoting this since for like a month now. A month, what was, two months now. What, what was up yeah. with Ronda's yeah, like makeup? Her glam team Horrible. hates her. Horrible. Horrible. Her Horrible. glam team hates her. Hates Somebody her got so in that much. girl's ear. Somebody got in that girl's ear and said, hey, let's try something different. And it was ridiculous. Rhonda does not need that garbage on her face. It was it was really corny. It was it was stupid. She looked like a, a broken down Ultimate Warrior wannabe. She looks like Black Swan, but yeah. horribly. Yeah, now, it was stupid. This match was absolutely dumb. Like it was a squash match. But, but like, wait, let me ask you something. Did you think this match was dumb? I thought it could have been better. No, no. I just want to make sure I understand your point. Are you saying this match was dumb? Yes. Okay, I just want to. I, I, I thought I heard you, but I wasn't sure. Gotcha, yes, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> this match could have been so much better. I was like hoping for you know Ronda to whoop her ass or you know Alexa to put up some type of fight, but she didn't. She barely put up a fight. She took like what a couple months. She you know ch- tried to choke her out. That didn't work. And then Ronda just did like what the two moves that she knows was like a better Samoan drop. It's like I would a, call it the twisting yes angle slam. And that's a good name. That's yeah, yeah. I'm like, did no one like teach her any more moves except for that one, and like the arm bar? Like, is that all she knows how to do? Right. I mean, um, I'll say this. You know, um, you guys, you guys brought me on the show as, as an analyst. Um, again, I can't express how happy I am to be here. Um, she did her job. I like the spot of her sitting down, Indian style, you know, uh, eyes closed, um, blah, blah, blah. I, I like that. It, it showed a lot of swagger on her part. Obviously, mm. she's still very green. She's asking uh, uh, Alicia. Oh, my goodness. I'm really messing up today. She's asking Alexa, are you ready before she gives her the move? It was it was she's she has some work to do. But I think Rhonda did her job. And I think at the end of the day, her job was to go out and look dominant. And that's exactly what she did. And they, the only thing that I didn't understand was that why the Bella Twins come out? Like, I understand. Oh, yeah, by the way, I totally forgot this. Um, Natalia came out in her dad's jacket, the same jacket that he won awesome. the tag team titles. And it was SummerSlam. 1990. Thank you, 1990. Same exact jacket. I almost cried. I'm not going to lie. She came out. Everyone gave her, you know, standing awesome. ovation, was awesome. clapping. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to cry. It's her dad's jacket. <laughs> yeah, very cool. And I can tell by her face that she was happy, but she also was trying to, like, hold back tears. Like, mm-hmm. Natty's been through a lot in the past two weeks. Yes. And she deserved every single 
recognition that she's getting. Um, also, why the hell did Bella Twins come out? Why did Bella Twins come out? They didn't need to be there. I believe it set the stage for something I'm very unhappy about. I, I know. I, uh, it's going to be Ronda versus Nikki at the main event yeah. of Evolution, right. which business is a bad a idea. Business-wise, it is. Think about it. You get Ronda Rousey. You got Ronda Rousey, the most well-known athlete in the world, essentially. Olympian, UFC. They built a whole division around her. UFC champion, now Raw Mm -hmm. Women's champion. Then you got Nikki Bella, the star of two very popular reality shows. She's a pop culture icon of, of, you know, the trends at this point. She's an entrepreneur. She's... Mm -hmm. Gotten into whole into the whole YouTube thing, which I have to say, being a YouTuber myself, I absolutely hated when she said, "Yeah, we're focusing on our YouTube channel." No, you're not. You're paying people to edit for you. Um, which is nothing wrong with paying editors. I pay editors, but um, like if if it's if that's all that editing that they do, they they do everything that's different. For example, CNN. They're not a YouTuber. They're not a group of YouTubers. They're a news yeah. channel that happens to have a YouTube channel. Just like Fox News, just like MSNBC, just like WWE. Um, so she thinks of herself in so many ways, very self, uh, she's very selfish in that way, and I can't fault her for that. I would consider myself very selfish in that way. But what bothered me yeah. especially is just her arrogance with everything. But back to what I was saying is she, it's smart to have her face Rhonda for mainstream publicity. Think about it. Pop culture icon, reality television star versus mm-hmm. and, oh, and by the way, she just said, she just got over, in, as far as the public goes, all that John Cena stuff which is still somewhat fresh in the news. So when, so if, so if USA Today and the New York Times gets a hold of Rhonda Rousey versus Nikki Bella, isn't that ultimately good for the company? I it's see just, your point. Go ahead. I see on. your point, ahead, but it's like it's not really. I know it's you know oh it's great for business, but it's just like, it's not what the fans want. It's, it's supposed to be like this is supposed to be the first ever, what all women's pay per views like we can't do a pay per view without the freaking Bellas. Hey, like why they have to have right, you know be the main right, event. Well, otherwise, if like, you like the Bellas or not, they've been there for a long time. They were they were there in this thirty second matches. They. No, so let me let me tell you the, the bottom line is this: the Bellas have not been on TV, and I'm actually uh, it's very weird. I'm actually a, a Brie fan, and I, I don't like Nikki, but I, I like Brie. Ask me why, I couldn't tell you. But at the end of the day, they haven't been on regular television since WrestleMania. Really, really, WrestleMania 32 um, for both of them. It, 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 yeah, you're probably right. And at the end of the day, it's a disgrace, and I'm saying it right now: it's a disgrace to have the potential main event of the first ever. Think about this. The first ever all women's pay per view in the history of the industry, or at least in the history of modern the modern industry, for them to have Nikki Bella come out of nowhere and face Ronda Rousey in the main event, it's a, it's a slap in the face. You have Charlotte Flair, unfortunately now Charlotte's a SmackDown champ, so she'll be defending elsewhere unless she loses it before then. You got Charlotte Flair. You got people in the business that are mainstream quality at least. You know what I'm trying to say? Put her in the put her you know, put her in the ring against Trish. Unfortunately now Trish has been booked with Alexa Bliss. Nikki hey, Bella doesn't deserve me, that spot. 
Nikki Bella, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But Nikki and Brie actually deserve a spot, but they deserve to be like with, oh, I don't know, another gimmicky tag, a women's tag team. Uh, oh, I don't know. I think they call them, I think they call themselves iconic. Yeah, that would be nice. Go. That's like a dream match everybody freaking wants. They want the iconic to get the Bella Twins. Two most annoying females. Just go at it. Like that I can like that, but then being the main event, that's a In my opinion. Why? That's a match no one I was one talking wants. to a dude every day and he told me this and I thought this was amazing. He said the main event of Evolution should be the NXT Women's Champion versus the Raw Women's Champion versus the SmackDown Women's Champion. So as it's looking right now, Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey versus Kyrie Sane. Oh my God! Yes, give it to me. Take all my money. Dope, but obviously not just like a match to see what brand is the dominant. And I would. Yeah, champion versus champion. If they did that, I would think Ronda, Ronda or Kyrie is going over. Yeah, one. Charlotte can take a loss. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Even Becky can take a loss in a moment. I agree with that. Nope, 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 nope. Too Becky soon, doesn't too need soon, to lose soon. anymore for a Becky while. Becky does not need to lose no more matches. Then, no yeah. more. And if they put start winning a couple matches. Yeah, she could, but we don't need that anymore. She needs to start winning on pay-per-view. Yes, the hell she does. So, let's but, get... Yeah, Nikki does not deserve that spot. I'm very disappointed with WWE. I like the I like the Trish versus Alexa. I, I, I think match, that's a very um, well booked match because both are they both have yeah, a very similar a very well style match, in terms of how they wrestle because they're both WWE made products. Yeah, one hundred percent. But but Nikki does not deserve that. Nikki is the most overrated women's wrestler. Nick, you you want to talk about that promo that Charlotte did on on Carmella, which is very well done by the way. Mm-hmm. That she's a diva in a women's uh, in a women's era. That's exactly what Nikki Bella is. That she is. That that she is. So let's get to the final, final match of the night. The Universal Championship match with Brock Lesnar. I loved it. And Roman. We were talking off air about this, and it was booked brilliant. It was, actually. I can't. I hate to admit it, but it was. It was. I didn't like how short the match was, but as far as the psychology, it was very well booked. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I really did. <clears throat> I was very, very happy at this match. But let's talk about what happened before the match even started, which made everyone get out of their seats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. thought the rock was coming out or something. That's how live it was. Before the match even started, all you hear is a big huge roar and i was just like yeah oh my, my headphones <laughs> sorry <laughs> mine too but i understand the excitement but man did that excitement get dwindled real real fast because he came out and said i refuse to cash in when my opponent is down behind his back. Nope, I'm gonna do it in your face. So whoever wins, pretty much saying, whoever wins, I got next. <laughs> Just like, yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. But it turned out to backfire, which is very unfortunate. Because Brock Lesnar came out of nowhere, took his champ. You started beating on him. Took his um, 
briefcase. Took his uh 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 money in the bank briefcase, hauled ass, not hauled ass, but threw it at the panel, and actually broke a couple panels on the Chitontron. If you guys did not see that, he actually broke a couple of the panels. Which I know Vince is probably just like, oh, Brock, the Brock, he broke the panels. <laughs> no, but as soon as, he, uh, as soon as he realized it was Brock, it was all good. No problem. Yeah, it was all good. It's all, all good. good. It was one of his big sweaty men. So Brock was down. Brock did not get the cash in. But of course, Brock had chair in hand, in ring, and all of a sudden we get one spear, and it's over. It's over. Within 10 minutes, it's over. And we have a brand new universal champ. I'm sorry, a brand new full time universal champion. A full timer. Even though people hate him, I don't care. Bye, Brock. I had a goodbye, Brock party. (laughs) I don't know why it is that people feel that. Roman Reigns is the only full-time wrestler on WWE's roster. I mean, there's so many other ways to go. There's so many other ways this could have gone. Bobby Lashley wasn't even on the show. I don't understand it, but yes, Roman Reigns is the new champ. But here's the deal. When you're going to go short, which is what we we got last night, six minutes, ten seconds. Mm -hmm. When you're going to go short, you got to go real short. And especially with Braun Strowman on the outside. Now, here's how I would have done it, and I would love to hear your opinions on this. Roman Reigns came out of of the box really, really quickly. I believe it was three Superman punches, a couple of spears. On the third spear, however, Brock countered into a chokehold. But the thing is, I would have had Roman Reigns, and I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would have had Roman Reigns squash Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. I would have had him squash Brock Lesnar, and I would have had Braun Strowman cash in, and they could have had a match right then and there. That's how I would have worked it. You don't give me a six-minute match. You don't give me Braun Strowman proclaiming to the world that he's going to cash in, and then him not cash in. I'm looking at the show all the way to the very end, up until I see the SummerSlam credits and WWE copyright credits come across the screen, thinking Braun Strowman is going to cash in. I don't care if Brock Lesnar threw the briefcase out of the arena. Brock Lesnar did not throw that briefcase far enough in my mind where Braun Strowman couldn't have cashed in. Very big disappointment to end the night, in my opinion. I knew it was going to be something like that. I was like, look, if Vince wants people to actually stay for this match and stay, you know, and watch the whole match, he's going to tease us with a cash in just so people cannot leave like they did the last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get the logic, but it's, it's, it's another... Um, another disappointing end to what I would say is a good night you know like I said you can't go six minutes and then not give me a payoff at the end uh just have him squash Brock like Goldberg did and then have Braun cash in and we can go 10 minutes between Braun and Roman Reigns unfortunately that's not what happened I think it's a lose-lose for the fans you got Roman Reigns as champion the fans are excited about the belt being back on Raw but by tonight uh, excuse me, by the next night on Raw, I'm sure the fans are going to be right back to hating Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar, nine times out of ten, is going to be off the scene. Mm-hmm. And Braun Strowman, still money in the bank. And what have we really accomplished? Not much. I mean, look. It, look, Braun's still money in the bank. Braun's still, sorry. Braun is still Mr. Monster in the bank. I'm happy with it. We got a full-time champion. Bro, either we're going to have another Brock match, I think, because Vincent Kennedy McMahon loves his boys. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna happen eventually. 
So I think the show is well done. I just think that when you talk about a match like this, a match that was highly imp- anticipated, but at the same time, not so much because it is the fourth time, mm-hmm. you got to do it right. And mm-hmm. I think they had the right idea. When Braun, mu- Braun uh, Strowman's music hit, I got excited. I think the fans got, well, there's no doubt, the fans did get excited. Mm-hmm. I think it leaves a, a bad taste in your mouth when mm-hmm. you go six minutes and don't have the cash in at the end because... I as bad as it was for me, at least watching on pay per view or watching on the network when the credits show, you're disappointed, but you know it's over. I'm mm-hmm. sure the people in Brooklyn thought Braun was going to cash in until the lights went out, mm-hmm. and that I, didn't happen. I like the "you both suck" chance. That was amazing. I was just like, ah. <laughs> so all in all, I give this pay per view a six point five. Like this. It was, it was, you know, it's exciting and all that. I think it's like one, not one of the greatest, but I would say maybe like top five SummerSlams I had in a very long time. But I definitely get it as a six point five. It was just, it was okay. Some shit was just like, what, why, why is it that? Like the women's championship, like you know the whole Ronda shit that pissed me off. I'm like, why the hell are you gonna have, you know, um, a, you know, a, a stupid squash match and it was just a boring squash match. Like her moves, like look. Her moveset needs to change. She's literally just like her counterpart in NXT. Shayna doesn't have many moves that she can sell like a motherfucker. That bitch can sell, okay? She can sell a move yeah, easy, but she does not have many move sets. All she knows is chokehold or slam a song. Maybe Ronda knows she more knows than she didn't, and she's letting us know. I want I want to see her do some high flying shit. That's what I'm, that's what I want to see. I want her I to go on so. the top. I think she teased us with that a little bit at WrestleMania. Yeah, I want her to go on the top rope and mm-hmm. jump the fuck off. Do like do some shit like she did with Naya, but now she's just like giving us regular old angry Ronda giving her an arm bars, snapping limbs, and doing the whole twisty uh thingy twisty twisty Simone drop. <laughs> That's what I'm called. Twisty Samoan drop. Okay. And you know, I was just like, I was done. I was just like, I was completely done. It was stupid. So she yeah. showed a little swagger, though. She showed a little swagger. Yeah. Like I said, the mm-hmm. sitting in the middle of the ring with her eyes closed. That was kind of cool. I like that part. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually rated this show twice. I rated mm-hmm. the show on a on a on a breakdown scale of um the matches before they actually played out compared to the, how they actually played out. The card itself, in my mind, before the show took place, when this when the show was finalized. I gave it a nine. I thought it was a really well put together show with a lot of potential. Unfortunately, the way the show played out, I would only give it a seven. Um, I think that the main event uh, left a little bit to be desired. To your point, Smy, I felt that um, the women's title match uh, for the Raw Women's title left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't completely happy either with the uh, Charlotte, Carmella, Becky Lynch outcome. So, you know. Um, and also Braun and Kevin Owens, I, uh, nobody thought in the world that would be a squash match, but it turned out to be. So um, a nine before the show and a six before it was all over. Yeah, I gave it a whole 6.5. Like this, this, this was, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the greatest. And maybe top five Simon Slams of all time, the car, just amazing. But it, just, I thought yeah. it was a very good, very well, mm-hmm. well if you ever summer slam. And the biggest takeaway mm-hmm. to me of it is, it's an ushering of a new era for for the company because Brock Lesnar's gone. You mm-hmm. you kind of take gone away from mm-hmm. this diva style champion, 
to legit. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to say they've done this already. They have, but you know what I mean. Like they're going back to the all-athlete women's mm-hmm. wrestling. If you know what I mean. Like they kind of went mm-hmm. back to a little, a little bit of kind of a diva kind of thing. I would say Lex Bliss is an athlete, he, very much an athlete. Mm-hmm. Even even Carmella to an extent oh, was no. very good in the ring, but they've went to Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Those two are pure athletes, and it, it was overall a great night. Miz beating Brian was amazing. Great way to lead into Hell in a Cell, whatever mm-hmm. happens there with that, and possibly something that's Super Showdown be the, being the huge climax in the land down under. I thought it was overall a very good show, and it, and I, one thing I, uh, we didn't really touch upon, I thought they used their in- interview segments very well. The interview segments. The, the backstage what? segments. Very, they used them very oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They do like a, They do more of them like, between like every match or something. Like, like this is like, they use them very sparingly. They, whenever they did, it was very meaningful in some way, shape, or form. I agree. I also, I also think there were there's some significance to some what I think are some very important omissions on this show. Mm-hmm. Again, um, Bobby Lashley didn't make the cut. Sasha and Bailey didn't make the cut. Naomi and wasn't even in it. Freaking Naomi, shit. But just Naomi, don't need I was just about to say that I agree with you. To tra- Tracy, Naomi. here's my question. No, I'm just, yeah. Even if you... I, I for know, example, I, I I'm I'm a huge Triple H mark, but I don't want him on every pay per view, just to be there. Why do you want Naomi just to be there? You don't want her thrown to just a random match of Lana, right? No. Well, I I don't want to I don't want to speak for you, but I, I just I just got to say that Naomi has done enough to earn a spot, just like the Usos, and and also. I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think someone who has just completely fallen from grace and has completely fallen off the radar, and I think it's a literal crying shame, Asuka. There's nothing for her right now. There's nothing for her. Like, I feel bad for all these women who have gotten lost in the mix. Like, Naomi, like, why make her win the first ever WrestleMania Women's Battle Royale if you're not going to have anything for her months later and just have her be sitting back and catering eating cookies all day have Oscar losing to Carmella twice twice technically she didn't it was due to James like, Ellsworth yeah 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 I know but Carmella says I beat her twice technically yeah what? It, it was just stupid it's just I, I don't, don't want to get I don't want to get too serious with you guys but, but, I, but I have to I I really take it like to heart, you know, the Oscar situation. Like, mm-hmm. Naomi bothers me. Sasha and Bailey bother me. Bob bothers me. The Usos bother me uh, about them not being on the show. Oscar. Oscar. Uh, they build Oscar as having a longer streak than Goldberg. And she was the hottest female wrestler in the world. And now she's not even on the show. I mean, I understand there was nothing for her creatively. There should have been something for her creatively. How can there not be something for her creatively? It's it's a shame. Because really the blondes is. get everything. Have we not realized this already? I guess the blondes so. <laughs> literally get everything. Carmella won. Freaking not sorry. Charlotte won, even though she even Jessica came back. She already she got a championship. Carmella been champion since April. Uh, mm-hmm. Alexa literally lost the championship and then got it back within like a two month period. Yeah. Blondes literally get everything in this goddamn company. So. <laughs> oh, and no Nia Jax. Nia Jax is not. Nia Jax literally has been working with an injury, I think. 
Yeah, no, she, she, she's been doing rehab. Well, that makes me feel yeah. better then, okay. Rehab. Okay, then that's fine. Okay, that's different. Okay, gotcha. Well, it's not really an injury she so, has. Yeah, it's a, a more lo- wor- working at quirk that could have been injury. Yeah. I mean, so let me ask you guys' opinion, because you guys are students of the game just like I am. Mm-hmm. Um, is it more of an embarrassment of riches? You know, the fact that the Oscars and Naomi's and Bobby Lashley's and Uso's no. are not on the show like SummerSlam? Or... It's not okay, really, because... Like, McCard, like, SummerSlam is much like WrestleMania, where you really have to have a good match. Like, have a big match to be right. on there. And, for example, right. there's some pay-per-views where the Bludgeon Buffers are not. There are some where Triple H is not. There's some where, like, you get what I'm saying here. There's some, there's some where every top star is I get what you're saying, but what you have to... And, and in the retrospect, this is all short-term thing. When, when we come go back 10 years from now, we're not going to be thinking, oh, Naomi wasn't on seven of eight pay-per-views of the year. We're not going to be thinking that. We're going to be thinking about the one good match she had that year. I would agree with you uh, on the Naomi thing. As much of a fan as, of, of Naomi as I am, like I said, I'll go down the list again. The Naomi's, the Bob's, the Usos, the, the, the whoever's, the Bailey's, the Sasha's. But... I, I hate to do it, but I have to. I'm really focused on Oscar right now. There was nobody more. I mean, she was on the level of being like, uh, like level man, woman, whoever, top performer in the industry. Mm-hmm. Now, now here, here's my issue, guys, and I really want your take on this thing. You have the pre-show, and that's what the pre-show is for. You got uh, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people that were able to make a show that normally wouldn't have because of the pre-show. How long are you going to push this 205 Live thing? I'm a fan of the Cruiserweights. I have no problem with the Cruiserweights. But Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak is not more important than getting somebody like the Usos or Bailey and Sasha or Asuka on the show. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yes and no. Right. Okay. Okay. Not everyone make it, not everyone can make every I mean- that's fair. I understand. Maybe I'm being emotional. I just felt some type of way. <laughs> it's it's okay. We gotta do. It. When our favorites don't make the cut, it's just like it's someone's fault. It's it's somebody's fault. Right. So, I mean, they'll eventually be on the show. I think um, Naomi will eventually get you know a match. Eventually, Oscar will probably get a match at Evolution. Um, there is a rumor going out that it uh, she has. It's going to be Oscar versus Lita, but from what I'm seeing on Twitter, that that's completely fake. I don't even know if it's real or not. So, yeah, if it's real, cool. If it's not, eh. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're talking about Naomi, one of the greatest SmackDown, it's a short run, short-lived uh, title, but one of the greatest SmackDown Women's Champions ever. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Usos, in my opinion, the tag team of the year in 2017. We're talking about Bobby Lashley, a newcomer, just returned from a 10-year hiatus, just lost to Roman Reigns, would have been in the main event, doesn't even make the show. We're talking about Asuka, who broke Goldberg's streak. Mm-hmm. My God, you're talking about a who's who of talent that didn't make the show. And people like Andre, and I like Cien Almas, but... Not more than I like Bob or Bailey or Sasha or Oscar. Nice good lord. You, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Cedric Alexander, but not more than I like Oscar. Nah, I like Drew Gulak, but not more than I like the Usos. I, I personally <laughs> think saying. adding uh, Asuka to the, to the SmackDown Women's Match would have been too much. Triple Threat was a perfect okay. way, and especially with the heel turn at the end. 
it was a fatal four it would have just mm-hmm. made it confusing mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys think that the evolution? I mean, obviously, I um, I use the word evolution because it's a really overword, overused word, but it is accurate, especially with the pay per view coming up. But I'm talking about the yes. original connotation of evolution. Do you think the women's evolution has gone far enough? We could have just had uh, a women's match that didn't involve a championship. Why not? It can, but there's yeah. nothing creatively right now to make it work. Right. It just it would have been random, and people probably would have been pissed. Like a okay. lot of people probably would have been pissed. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay. I, I wouldn't. I would have been mad, but it's, I would have been just like, like it, it's this? just like, like a random men's match. Sense. If let's say it's Seth Rollins versus Alberto mm-hmm. Alberto Del Rio or something random, if it was just that mm-hmm. random feud for no mm-hmm. reason, kind of like Roman Reigns Jinder Mahal. Like people were. Well, I appreciate you guys like indulging people, me because I was really people were just mad fired up about this. And thing, the, man. they just threw together Carmella mm-hmm. without the title. Carmella versus uh, Alita or something that people would, would be just as mad even mm-hmm. though it's a legend right. I got you you guys are even, on the money even I, I for, guess I'm just even looking at it from perspective Rock versus Andrade yeah. Cienomas if there's no reason for this feud people would be mad yeah, yeah you right. can't please wrestle, wrestling fans really you can't please them at all at all like people <laughs> Like people are like, oh, we want the title off of Brock, blah blah blah. Just give it to Roman. Roman's champion. Oh, we hate Roman. What the fuck do you want? Like, get the fuck over it. <laughs> like, you can't please anyone. It's just like, right. oh, we just want the title off of Brock, but we don't want it on Roman. Shit, shut the fuck up, he's champion. Like, get the fuck over it. And they still boo him. Like they booed him tonight, saying, you know, you still suck. I'm like, oh my god. Chill the fuck out. Like, oh my, I don't understand. Look, I know you don't like the guy because he's always shoved down your freaking throats, but shut the fuck up. It is getting so old now. Like, well, it's getting and Z, so old. Yeah, myself and Z had a chance, and I hope you guys get a chance to listen to my podcast as well, where uh, we had a chance to talk about the career of Roman Reigns and how he'll just never be over until the day he walks into the Hall of Fame. True. And that's just the bottom line. Like, People are not going to give him Think his about it. The Rock was the same right. way. No, no. Don't, don't do get it. Me started. Don't do it. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's already been like <laughs> over an hour. No, we'll do that next time. <laughs> we'll talk about it another time. If you guys have me back, thank you guys for having me. Oh, guys, do you know how many people freaking love you on our show? Like, Appreciate you are beloved already. It's <laughs> you, you. what, the yep. third episode yep. you've been on? People I'm I'm, like I'm humbled to be here because you guys were on fire before I even was a thought. So thank you. <laughs> so with that, huh, what has it been like an hour talking minutes. about SummerSlam? The next, yeah, next pay per view we got is Hell in a Cell, and I this is one of my favorites. So I am so excited for Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah, it's about to be violence, 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 blood, violence. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. I love I love Hell in a Cell. Very very unique. Still, uh, twenty years later, still one of the most unique and dope matches in the game. So maybe you know, hopefully, in our next yeah next episode, maybe we'll go back in time, hop into the new day time machine, and talk about you know an awesome ass Hell in a Cell pay per view match, whichever. I don't know yet, but it's gonna happen. Since it is Hell in a Cell season, we must do it because. I like hopping in the new day time machine. It's always fun. It's always fun. So with that, we're gonna go. Thank you, Sean, for coming on the show again. Thank you for having me. Go listen to Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. 
please do. And trust me, I will be on. Zillagen is also going to be on his show. So, it's going to be awesome. We're going to be talking Zillagen, about... Zillagen, episode of the HubbardWrestlingB.com podcast, where he's going to be my special guest, talking about Roman Reigns, will be on August 23rd, coming up next week. And um, the homie CM, a.k.a. Trace, is going to be on my show not too much longer after that. And we're going to be talking about John Cena. Oh, everyone Got knows a lot that's of good my stuff favorite, coming on. John yeah, Cena. Gonna be, it's oh. going to be lit. Oh, my favorite, John Cena. <laughs> <laughs>